0: Are back, the beer bros, back at you. He's back at it. Rob's here. I'm here. I hope you guys had a excellent and safe Thanksgiving. Hopefully there was lots of good eats for you. Uh, hopefully there were a lot of good brews for you. But we have we have a fun show. This is uh, I think this is a show that Rob and I when we started this podcast uh, this was kind of like top of our list a, a brewery we wanted to have on top five. Yeah, easily top five. Um, we have Samuel Adams on the show today, uh, doing getting half, uh, half Sam Adams, well not half, uh, 25% Sam Adams and then also 75% holiday, uh, you know, just getting into the holiday season, so. Holiday Sam Adams. Yeah, so. Sam Adams I think has the best like holiday mix of beers, so I think it's kind of a perfect time to do it for them. But uh thanks to our founding father. Yeah, absolutely. We will we will learn plenty about Samuel Adams. Rob was hard at work getting all that information for you guys. But before we do that, Rob, you want to tell people where they can reach out to us on social media?
1: Yes, sir. Uh untap Double Bros is our username there. Download the app if you haven't. Email us at wbros at gmail dot com. Uh listen to the past uh podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or Anchor. Follow us at Twitter at DubBeerBros1. Instagram, follow us there at DubBeerBrosPod. Like and follow the Facebook page if you haven't. You're behind if you haven't. And then uh, our quarantine episodes are on YouTube. So still, you can check those out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's definitely, you know, as as we wind into uh, 2021, depending on the world, Rob and I definitely want to get more active, I think, on uh, on YouTube as well, so... We'll update you guys when we have some stuff, some content coming out of there.
1: That's the resolution.
0: That's the, that it's, it's one of our new, yeah, it's one of our New Year's resolution. Um, but like I said, we have Samuel Adams brewing on the, on the show today or Boston Beer Company as, uh, it is sometimes known. We've got four beers. We have the classic Samuel Adams Boston Lager. and it, it would be, uh a sin to do Samuel Adams and not have that on. Uh, and then we have three of their, uh, holiday editions. They, they came out with a, uh, a revamped version of their, uh, holiday mix, uh, mix pack. So we have Samuel okay. Adams holiday, white ale, winter lager and holiday Porter. So some, uh, so you know, pretty good mixture of beers. Uh, you know, pretty nice. Um, it's it's a limited edition,
1: so it won't be out for that long. Yep, I'm glad we got our hands on it. So yeah, it uh, was we'll
0: it, it was almost uh, it was almost DefCon Five for Rob. He he almost didn't get it. <laughs> Instacart came in clutch. Uh, <laughs> they went to a different Binnie's
1: because the Binnie's by me, uh, they did not have it. They had the uh, the classic Winter Pack.
0: So, yeah. Uh, so I like I haven't been able to find the classic Winter Pack, which is weird. That like it must be just you know my my part's cooler than your part of town. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let's uh, let's get a little history on Samuel Adams. Rob, take it away. You you did the you did the the legwork on this one.
1: Absolutely. So uh, Samuel Sam Adams Brewing, which. Uh, was actually is uh, owned by Boston beer company. So that's the original beer company brewery. It's uh, called Boston beer company. They own many other breweries too. I'll get to that later, but I started out with Jim Coke. Um, he is the founder, uh, founded in 1984 in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Is it Coke or cook? Uh, What's that?
0: Is it Coke or cook?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. It is cook. It is James cook. Sorry. Um, he was a sixth-generation home brewer, and his family had this recipe, this amber lager recipe that was passed on from generation to generation. And in 1984, Jim decided he wanted to brew his first batch of it. I think he put kind of his own kind of twist on it. You know, maybe added some different uh, ingredients a little bit, but uh, the original name is uh, was the Lewis Cook Lager. And then Jim introduced it commercially in or to the public in 1985 as what we like to call it now, Boston Lager.
0: Boston Lager.
1: And uh, later that year, it would go on to win Best Beer in America at the Great American Beer Festival. So, right. which is pretty crazy.
0: I, I mean, like it—it's it, pretty impressive that it, it kind of took off immediately. Right. Uh, like some, it was sometimes you turn yeah, sometimes you hear these beers, you know, like, yeah, we talked about light beer, and how much of a, you know, how successful it is today, but it took a long time for that to get off the ground, so for, yeah. for Boston Lager to truly just come out and blow people away, that's pretty impressive. Just
1: blew people right away, right away. Um, and a little, little history, in case you don't know who Samuel Adams is, he was one of our founding fathers. His signature is on the Declaration of Independence, mm-hmm. and... Um, he actually was a brewer himself, and that's part of the. I was one of the reasons that he decided to name the brewery after him. The other reason was, just like Jim did, he inherited a brewing tradition from his father. Mm. Um, so, uh, you know, Jim inherited the the lager recipe. Uh, Sammy Adams actually inherited a brewery from
0: his father. Oh, that's pretty cool. I did, yeah. I did not so, know. That.
1: Very interesting.
0: Uh, Why doesn't the history books talk about this? I don't What's even that? Know. Why doesn't the history books talk about that? <laughs> I don't even know about Paul Revere and the British are coming. Like, oh, man, tell me about Sam Adams. I know, right? And his, and his brewery.
1: <laughs> Probably like one of the first people to brew a beer in America.
0: That's my founding father.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Uh, in nineteen eighty eight uh uh Jim Cook. finally opened the brewery in in Cambridge. Uh so and along with it in eighty nine, he introduced three new beers. Uh you had Boston Ale, which is actually not brewed anymore. Yeah. Uh Oktoberfest, which we had on our on our Oktoberfest show, and then Winter Lager, which we have today.
0: Yeah.
1: Um Fast forward then to to 93, 1993, they do their first barrel-aged beer. And uh, after experimenting with barrel-aging beers for years, I think maybe like three, I think it was like two or three years, it came out with Triple Bach. Um, And it became like the first extreme beer introduced at the Great American Beer Festival. So we know how there's this... Recently, there's kind of been this big boom with barrel aging beers and stuff, you know. And uh, I think it kind of sounded like Triple Bach was one of the first barrel aged beers in America. Um, and
0: you know, it's successful. kind of
1: funny that they used to label it ex- "Extreme Beer," <laughs> so um, and for a good reason. It was 18% ABV, wow. which was the strongest beer in the world at that time. And actually, I mean that's still pretty strong today. <laughs>
0: Is that even legal?
1: Uh I will get to that later actually. <laughs> uh nineteen ninety five, Sam Adams became certified in the New York ex- uh stock exchange actually. Um and I think their uh the the exchange, exchange name is just Sam, what? I believe. I think funny. I saw that. Uh, and then also in uh ninety five, Summer Hill was introduced, which was on our Summer tournament, obviously.
0: A lot so of deep roots with Sam Adams here on the show.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fast forward to 2001. Uh, after 22 recipes in over two years, uh, Jim Cook finally approves a recipe for Sam Adams' life. So finally joining that light beer game, which, you know, a lot of these big commercial breweries were uh, already getting into. Um, and then 2002 they brewed their third barrel-aged beer. It's called Utopias, and it is released with 28% ABV, what? and the beer is illegal in 15 states across the country. <laughs> what? Luckily, Illinois is not one of them.
0: <laughs> not one are the drinking I, remember, of the world.
1: Uh, I think I had mentioned this on the show, but I have done, I did do a, a brewery tour there and we did actually go down to their barrel aging room where we did like a kind of a barrel aging, uh, beer and cheese, uh, tasting. So we, uh, tried three different cheeses with three different barrel aged beers. I did try triple Bach. I did not get a chance to try utopias because it's very expensive on the bottle, but, uh, <laughs> Uh, very cool um, so launching to 2008 now uh, this is when this was cool I remember learning this in the tour as well but Jim cook launched the brewing the American dream program and what he does is he himself he takes this out of his pocket he offers micro loans and mentoring to small business owners in the food and beverage industry who need a leg up to expand or start their businesses so a lot of micro breweries uh, or I mean, anybody working in the food industry, food or beverage industry, it's uh, very cool, very very generous, yeah. generous. I mean, it just seems like a great guy overall.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, if you go on Sam Adams' website, they when you go into that American Dream section of their website, they have like kind of like like I said, you're like they're like restaurants of the week or something like like small restaurants of the week, which uh, you uh, know, especially for a very large brewing company and Samuel Adams, like to see them, you know. Show that support for microbreweries because I think, you know, that really, that really helps the beer industry, not only just the microbreweries, but also Sam Adams because that's, you know, that's going to open up collaborations. It's going to, you know, I think that's just, that's, that's awesome for Sam Adams to do.
1: That's very cool. Um, yeah, I mean, they do a lot of great stuff. Uh, so, and then fast forward to 2013, uh, they finally start canning. Their cans actually have a specific design. And I never realized this until I actually read this and thought about it because when they released Sam 76 at first, it was only in cans. But the top part of the can is like a little higher. Hmm. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I don't really know how to describe there's
0: more, it. But there's more air between the oh, the top of the can and the beer.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. So um, now, you know, I found this on, their, on Sam Adams' website. This was their history dating back. Uh, it was like their their 30th anniversary that they were doing, and this was from 2013, 2014. So it said the design was patent pending. I, I have to look more into it to find out if, you know, if they did get approved for the patent. But um, So, yeah, and then moving ahead, uh, you know, like I said, it's it's Boston Beer Company, and then Sam Adams Brewery is a part of Boston Beer Company. Uh, so, kind of going through that history later on 2012 angry orchard is launched so again owned by jim cook um and then 2019 they purchased dogfish head brewing which is out of delaware for 300 million dollars and now today they are the fourth largest brewery in the united states
0: so really cool yeah that's that's awesome um just wanted to throw a few fun facts in there. Just I didn't want Rob to have all the fun here. Um, if you are interested in learning more about Sam history and Jim Cook's um, kind of adventures and rise to, you know, becoming a kind of conglomerate in the brewery industry, he released a book. I, I don't remember when, but it's called Quench Your Thirst. Uh, it's available to buy pretty much everywhere you can buy a book. Uh, so if you want to maybe learn more about Sam Adams or maybe learn some tips and tricks on how you can get your own brewery started and stuff like that. Uh, I think that's probably a good read to, uh, to check out. Um, And then in 2018, Samuel Adams replaced Budweiser as the official beer of the Boston Red Sox, which that's pretty awesome. Uh, They, uh, I believe they also gained the right in like using the Red Sox logo to kind of promote some of their stuff. So, uh, you know, Showing their Boston roots, uh, yep. which is awesome.
1: They have a Red Sox sale there too at the ballpark, and it's it's not That's bad. It's I had it when I went out there for my trip.
0: Yeah, thanks for the invite, Rob. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, not only do they do, you know, we talked about a lot of their how they work with uh, microbreweries and stuff like that, but they are also very active in uh, their community and you know, showing their support and being allies. Uh, they have a love conquers all campaign. Uh, I believe it is a, from, from what I was, from what I was reading from it, it's a once a year event where at their brewery, obviously this year they didn't, they didn't have it, but, uh, it's like a poetry slam from, um, people in the LGBTQ community, uh, who, you know, kind of talk about their experiences in kind of poetry form. And, uh, they do like a special release of Love Conquers Ale, kind of all going to help supporting uh, the LGBTQ community, which is awesome. Um, yeah, just a good way to give back to, to the people. And then one last one, they also have the Toast Someone campaign. Uh, same Man's big about love, man. They, they They want you to appreciate people. They want you to, you know... Come Together with people, so they had they started this campaign. I, I want to say it started in 2018. Uh, it concluded it, it included mostly in their marketing a lot of comedians and podcasters, like uh, you know, Joe Rogan, Tom Segura, um, uh, Whitney Cummings. So, you know, a lot, you know, pretty prominent names. Uh, they you know, kind of share and they they share a beer with someone uh who you know they want to toast. So, you know, it's you, you choose a beer, you choose that person. You know, it could be a wife it could be a uh, you know a friend it could be a like idea a industry something like that you uh, you know and you toast a beer to them so if you they actually are still doing the campaign so if you want to do it you can uh, you can share your toast on social media uh, by tagging Sam Adams with the hashtag toast someone uh, you know so if you want to show your appreciation for people especially nowadays it's been uh if you haven't noticed it's been a rough year um, yeah. so, you know, I think that's just awesome to continue to, sp- you know, continue to spread the love. I think you'll have
1: to put uh, hashtag toast someone when you post
0: the pod. Oh, uh, we'll do a toast, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so a uh, lot of great information well, great. about Sam Adams awesome. on their website. So if you want to, uh, want to learn more, obviously go get them a check, uh, online. All right. Cool. Yeah.
1: It's kind of like, um, I feel like, you know, Jim kind of, Jim Cook kind of gives that, you know, he is this big brewery in the United States, you know, I mean, fourth largest, which is huge, yeah. but it's still, I mean, he still kind of gives off that feel of a microbrewery type of, like, type, type of brewery. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, he's, everyone's, and I remember visiting, like, everyone seemed very close. Everyone knew Jim, too. They mm-hmm. met him, like. You know he comes in all the time. He's very personal or personable. You know it's. Um, I mean, it sounds like just a great brewery to work for.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, and I feel like you know, I feel like he's kind of a champion of that kind of brewing industry of kind of the very accepting, open. I, I don't want to use the I guess laissez faire like you know, like you know they're very, they're very easygoing. They're not going to be yeah. super aggressive. You know. It's not like this dog eat dog world, like I think you know, and I think he's very big on that, obviously with showing his support in you know, small businesses and, and microbreweries. You know, he's very uh the word uniting, I suppose. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. Uh Rob, let's get into the beers. Yes. Let's get into Sam Adams Boston Laga. Yeah, bass and Laga. Uh the description is it is a distinctive balance of spicy hops, slight slightly sweet roasted malts, and a smooth finish. Which is short and sweet. Short and sweet and spot on. Um This is one of my all-time favorite beers. It was probably one of like the earlier crafty beers that one 312 kind of, you know, what got me hooked on beer. It was a go to for me for a long time. It's an awesome beer.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is, I know it's one of your dad's favorite beers, too. I mean, it's just, um, I mean, it's a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of my uncle's favorite beers. It's, again, like you said, it is one of the first kind of crafty beers that we tried when, you know, we first turned 21.
0: Yeah, And, and I feel like it's a beer for everyone. You know, my, my mom really likes it. You know, it's a, you know, you get a 12-pack of Boston Lager, and, a, you know, you bring that to a party, and I think everyone's, you know, kind of going towards that because it is, yeah. Delicious. Um, let's take a look at the oh, it's bottles today. Bottle art. Um yeah, we have bottles. I I've always loved the Samuel Adams logo. You know, you get you got Sam Adams himself holding the mug of beer. Um, you know, just very simple but good looking design.
1: Slick. Yeah. Uh,
0: the color schemes work great together.
1: Yep. You got like the hops and the wheats kind of on the bottom. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, very cool. Kind of like a, it's kind of like a shield.
0: Yeah, a little bit, like a, like the crest of uh, Sam Adams. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's a better way to put it.
0: Um, taking a look at the beer itself, uh, nice and nice and dark, the, uh, you know kind of brownish golden color.
1: Actually, there's there's a better description on the back of the bottle.
0: <laughs> you want to go ahead and read
1: uh, it. So four ingredients, painstakingly chosen. Every year we travel to Bavaria to hand-select Hellerout 2 Middle Brew Hops. I don't think I pronounced that right. Close enough. In the high American plains for the finest two-row summer barley, we cultivate our own lager yeast, and I personally sample every batch. All our hard work goes into brewing this distinctly flavorful and complex beer for you. Cheers. That's That's a quote from Jim Cook.
0: Oh, so, nice. Very nice.
1: Um, but yeah, like you were saying, the color, uh, you know, very ambery. Uh, yeah, I guess
0: amber is probably the better color uh, to, to go with.
1: Yeah, maybe a slight <laughs> golden, orange, Yeah. color.
0: Smell-wise, <laughs> so, you do get that kind of spicy, kind of, you know, aromatic smell to it that is uh, quite delightful. Maltiness. Yeah. But, Rob... There's only one way to find out. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Ah. It is that is very tasty. So tasty. Truly, truly smooth. You know, it says it's a smooth finish. I think it's smooth the whole time. It's...
1: Oh,
0: 100%. You know, uh, I don't think we said the ABV. It's 4.8% ABV, so, I mean, you know, very easy drinking. Um, this is definitely just one of those beers that you can drink all night. I think.
1: I'm sorry, I screwed up on that part. It's five percent actually. I'm 5%. Five five flat.
0: Just misinforming people, Rob. Well, they said when they first released it, it
1: was 4.8, so I guess they upped the ABV just a teensy bit uh, since it's come out.
0: Don't don't try to blame Sam Adams on this, Rob. <laughs> I'm not blaming anyone. Anyway.
1: <laughs> I'm pi- actually picking up on something that I don't think I've really ever picked up when drinking Boston Lager. I detect a little roastiness. I don't know about you. I get a little bit in the back of my tongue and the aftertaste.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I-, I think the description helps us. You know, it does say roasted malt so I think we do get that you know when you're just drinking it, I don't think you really fully appreciate the the, the roastiness of the malts it's more you just get that malty taste but you let yeah. it sit on your tongue a little bit more and you're thinking about it yeah I think I think you do get that kind of roasty taste mm-hmm. um, I think the aftertaste is probably my
1: favorite part of this beer um, it's just it, it, it kind of sticks with you. Yeah, It's very tasty. It's kind of a little bready too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, just all around it. I mean, it's a really good beer.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, it's, it's something you can drink throughout, throughout a day. Like it's just, it's, right. it's one of those beers with the, the taste that you're going to get, obviously you were talking about the aftertaste. Like it's one that you want the aftertaste to sit around for, you know, you're not trying to like kind of wash it away after a while. It's, it's one that, you like to have stick around with you and and you're not gonna get tired of it.
1: Yeah. It's um and you know, it's kind of slightly warm too, but very light. Yes. Uh, very or kind of light going down. Like, you know, it it's it's definitely a beer like what I mean even if it um I don't know what am I trying to say? Uh I don't know. It's it's interchangeable, I guess. You know, it, even if um, you know, I think about it, I I could have drank this like after my Thanksgiving uh, dinner, mm-hmm. just because of how smooth and light it is. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of what I was going for. <laughs>
0: uh, you know, I feel like it's deceptive too because you you you'll see the color and you know you, when you think of lagers, I think you do think maybe it's it's going to be a little bit heavier, uh, you know. You're going to maybe be a little bit more sluggish after you drink it. It's going to be hard to go down. But no, this is, you know, again, yes, I know it said it in the description, but, you know, it, it's very smooth. You know, it's it's not too bitter. It's not too in your face. It's just perfectly balanced, as all things yeah. should be. <laughs> um, Rob, if you're going to go with a food pairing on this, what are you going with?
1: Oh, man. You know, it does have kind of some of the same... I think uh, similar taste to their Oktoberfest, I do get a little like kind of caramel carameliness in it as well, like along with like the malts that are added into it. So I do kind of like this with um, with something maybe like I'm thinking kind of either a pub burger on a pretzel bun, or I'm thinking of a big ass soft pretzel with some with some beer cheese or some. Or some uh
0: smelly mustards yeah yeah i think i i truly think this goes like perfect with a burger like when when i picture having a sam adams with a meal like i don't like i just get like flashes of like a you know like a big juicy burger, like a, like a red robin burger i mean red robin's not good anymore but back in the day like because like you know, like, like, you know I, they used to always like promote the red robin burger on the menu with a Sam Adams beer, so like I like that always just kind of sticks right. with me, and that and it just looks perfect.
1: Just something very, yeah, something very pub crafty burger that I mean will go really well with it. Yeah,
0: um, well, it's also you know it, like, it's lighter, so you could easily go with that. So yes,
1: yeah, you could have a big meal and you know wash this down with it, and mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, you're you're still going to be okay. You're not going to feel stuffed like you would with. Maybe like an IPA or
0: something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, f- uh, I almost just said food pair. Time of year wise, Rob, what are you going with?
1: Um, you know, I, I like I said, it's kind of has similarities to to the, their Oktoberfest, so I'm going to go with the fall. Um, you know, I, I I like drinking this around September uh, when it starts when the weather starts to change. Um, I went to see my uncle, uh, performs, he's has like his own little band and, uh, he performed at, um, uh, I can't remember the name of the place anymore, anymore, but it was back in September. The weather was starting to drop, you know, it was outside. Um, and I was like, I want a Boston Logger. I had one there. I thought it
0: went really well with it. So I really like this in the fall time. Yeah, uh, you know, this is obviously it's a year. It's sold year round. This really can go well in like any kind of seasonal setting. But I really like this in the winter. I think, you know, I think about like that first snowfall. You know, maybe you've been shoveling all day. A nice, cold, crisp Boston lager just sounds Absolutely delectable. Um, yeah, I think it's, I mean, falls, I think it's also a great tailgate beer in the fall. Yes. Uh, but but like, I I just, whenever and I kind of get this with Samuel Adams in general, like, I just get that winter feeling with it. I don't know why, I just do. And Boston Lager is, if I'm not drinking a Christmas beer around the wintertime, it's going to be a Boston Lager.
1: I see it. Yeah, I see it. I see that wintery that wintry vibe.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Just you know, it's just how I feel. Um Rob, score wise, why is it above a four?
1: <laughs> uh man, I am going to go with a four point four one on Boston Lauder very tasty. I mean, just, and I mean, it really is kind of one of the first craft beers in America that kind of got things going. I mean, it's just, um, any, you know, it's kind of interesting just because it's not an IPA, it's not a pale ale or anything like that. You know, it's, it's a lager. Um, but it's just very delicious. I mean, the malt and like it's spice and sweet sweetness balance to it i mean just, just all comes together
0: yeah um i don't have the drop prepared for it i got I. i i think i have to get a drop for this at some point but uh you know i've talked about how my favorite my favorite beer of all time is anti-hero boston lager is a very close second i think it's it's always been one that i i've loved and enjoyed and like i said it's you can drink it any time of the year. You're never gonna get sick of it. This is a perfect five out of five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like wow. I'm, 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 like I'm giving out the second the second ever five on this show. Um, I, I mean, you may it may sound like kind of posery maybe to give this a five. I don't know, but I just think this is this is just old reliable. It, you you can't go wrong.
1: No, you can't, and it is even better on tap.
0: Yes. Uh it's oh, so fresh. Hundred percent agree. Uh it's a yeah. It's a top it's it's a top tier beer, easily. Yeah. Uh, we we have started the show off with a bin. Rob, any last notes on Boston Lager? Uh, no, I believe
1: that's it actually. Okay.
0: Let's move on. We Oh, we're out of order on this. Uh oh no, there it is. Uh let's do the holiday white ale. If you want to get the description. Oh, out. Right.
1: Now, this is a new one for us. Yeah. Uh, it's a new one in general, actually. Um, they just released this one this year. If I'm not mistaken.
0: Are you going to give the description? Uh,
1: description. Uh, so no matter how you celebrate your holidays, you're going to need the beer to fuel your festive parties with friends and family. Introducing Holiday White Ale, a pale golden hazy ale, to brighten the dark winter months, the citrusy orange flavors balance the spicy cinnamon and earthy nutmeg, giving this beer a bold flavor with a crisp finish. So this is kind of interesting, like uh, citrus and cinnamon? I feel like not really...
0: uh, It's something I don't think you would necessarily think goes well together, but... um, just from the smells I'm getting from this beer, I think it's gonna be a home run pick here. Uh, it it smells really good. I think it uh, it does a really good job of balancing the smell of you get that citrusy and cinnamony kind of spicy smell from it. Um,
1: yeah, I get a lot of a I'm, lot of citrus. I'm, so, I'm kind of
0: getting like, um, like Oberon vibes a little bit from this. Oh.
1: I was actually gonna say I get a little Allagash White vibe.
0: Well, it is a white, so that would make sense.
1: Um, I don't. It, it looks hazier, more hazy than Allagash White, but
0: um, yeah. I mean, it, I'm uh, just. I'm uh, saying it's technically classified as a white. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, bottle design.
0: Um, I mean, it's. It, I guess we get we could save ourselves some time. Sam Adams is a very. It, it's. It's the same label, just differently colored.
1: Yeah, different colors. I mean, it's a slick look. It's uh, um, kind of like a white silver.
0: Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Nickel. It's pretty cool looking. Um, um, color of the beer though, lighter than Boston Lager. De- definitely not as as light as other white beers, but you do get that kind of just golden kind of look to it. You get all you get a lot of the. Uh, The bubble's coming on up. Very, uh... Carbonated. Carbonated, thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Um, yeah. Rob, there's... There's only one way to find out, though. Yeah. Cheers. Ooh. Ooh, that's... That's pretty damn good.
1: That is pretty good.
0: That's, uh... Um,
1: I get
0: a lot of orange in the aftertaste. Um, yeah, uh, the the nut really nutmeg. Yeah, the nut. I think the nutmeg gets you right away.
1: Oh, is that okay? I I guess that's what that is. Um. Oh no, yeah, that would make sense.
0: Yeah. No, the the nutmeg comes at you right away. You you do get a lot of the orange as it kind of sits on your tongue a little bit, but. Yeah, you get that nutmeg, cinnamon kind of taste together. Um, is
1: yeah, it's nut-
0: kind of nutmeg and then a little bit of cinnamon. Is nutmeg in eggnog? Yeah. Right? No, um, I don't. I don't drink eggnog, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> I think it is. Look that up while I talk. Um, yeah, no, this is. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of flavors going 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 on with this one, but. It doesn't detract from it at all. I think it's kind of an upgrade. From yes, you're something. right. Boom, knew it. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't drink a lot of eggnog either. I'm usually drinking a beer.
0: Yeah, it's uh, Nagasaki. Uh, you know, if uh, sometimes people make it for you, but not. You know, it's usually seasonal. Not a lot of people carry that all year round. Yeah, so that's a half-assed but- attempt at an Andy Bernard quote i don't know the full quote um we've we've gone off the rails uh rob pick us back up okay
1: um it's um it's one of the more interesting beers i've had recently i feel like just because of how much there is kind of going on in it um I, yeah, like I was saying, I think I get a lot of the orange in the aftertaste. Like Joe said, nutmeg and uh, kind of like a little cinnamon is followed up right behind it.
0: Um, yeah, you get a little yeah bit, it's interesting. You get a little bit of that cinnamon bite uh, right after the nutmeg, but still very delicious. Uh, I, I wasn't expecting this. I Actually, I didn't really read the description, so I didn't really know what I was drinking uh, coming no, into this. I, But
1: I didn't even, I didn't either. I just put it in there (laughs) from their website.
0: (laughs) But certainly very good. I don't really know though if it's a winner beer for me. Um, I feel like I
1: would just because of the nutmeg and cinnamon. Just because it kind of has that type of feel to it. It's uh, kind of a a little bit of a creamy mouthfeel. I think I would
0: love it. Um. I, I I get a little it's bit more definitely. fall vibes from it. Um, okay. I guess you know maybe because I am thinking a little bit more about Allagash White, which is kind okay. of what I think of as a fall beer. So perhaps that's where I'm getting it from. But I don't. Know, I'm not fully get. I'm not fully sold on the holiday part of this. But I'm willing to listen. But before we get time, well, I guess we can just do time of year. Uh, Rob, you're going to go with winter.
1: Yeah, yeah. will I. You know, I, I I think it is something that you you could drink around the holidays, and it's something um, you know, it kind of pour out a little bit for everyone to try, just because it's different. You know, even like people are aren't really beer drinkers. You know, it's something you know, you read them read them the description, and they hear nutmeg, cinnamon, and citrus. They're like, well, that's really interesting. I kind of want to try a little sip of that. I mean, it's. Um, I know, I feel like my wife would definitely be interested in just trying it once. Um, you know, it's, you know, especially because it's a little sweet. You know, I think um, it's definitely something that you could kind of like pass around.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I certainly think, I think if you're not a super big beer fan, you maybe won't be fully for it because it is a lot coming at you. I, I think, you know, it's, it's three very combative tastes. Uh, but they do do a good job of kind of slowly getting there. Um, yeah,
1: balancing it. I mean, yeah, five point eight
0: percent ABV. If we didn't say it already, so semi easy drinking. But I I could see this being one where you drink a couple and then it's like, all right, I need to, I need to switch. I think I think it will get overwhelming at, t- at a point. Yeah,
1: you're probably two and done. Maybe, maybe yeah. one and done. Two, um, you know, it's. Um, I think it's still a solid beer from Sam, Sam Adams, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I wouldn't put it at the top of my list of beers from them. Um, but yeah, you're probably one or two and two and done, or one and done.
0: Yeah. Um, time of year wise, Rob, else. what would you what would you go with? Or sorry, I God damn it, food pairing wise, I'm all out of sorts today. Uh, food pairing what would you go with? Um, man. Would you like uh, me to go first? Cause I have an idea. I think this would go. If you have,
1: a, if you have an idea, go ahead.
0: I think this would go great with chocolate, tur- uh, chocolate turtles or Pixies from Fannie Mae, whatever you want to call them. I feel like, especially with that cinnamon and nutmeg taste right off the bat, that would really go well with the chocolate and caramel. An orange, it sometimes like pairs all right with chalk, like like chocolate. You get like a little bit of like orange flavoring in the chocolate. I think it would just like it would balance out really well with with chocolate turtles. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, I'm kind of thinking more of like a like a salty and sweet type of like well, food to
0: it. I mean, um, it's got pecans. You, know, you in it pair something. You. <laughs> you
1: could something. pair. Uh, uh, our friends from our uh, friend Joe from Pretzel Cat came out with a new Chicago, uh, um, Chicago. What's it called? Chicago.
0: Chicago. Rob, you're about to give a recommendation of something that you have not eaten yet.
1: I know, but I'm just saying something salty and sweet. You could do a Chicago mix of either popcorn, which is like caramel corn and cheese corn, or you could do pretzels and kettle corn. Okay. So I'm kind of thinking more salty, and
0: sweet type of pie. Well, again, there's there's pecans and pixies, so that that would be the saltiness part of it. Okay. Before you try to discredit my suggestion, Rob.
1: Yes. No.
0: <laughs> I challenge you. Get a, get yourself a pixie and try one of these. I think I'm thinking it goes really well together.
1: Okay. I think the chocolate would be a little too overpowering, but I, I like where you're going.
0: There's only one way to find out. Uh, score-wise, Rob, what are you going to give this?
1: Uh, like I said, I, it's probably not It's not one of my favorite beers from Sam Adams, but I think it's still pretty solid. I'm going to go with a 3.34. Uh, 3. Uh,
0: yeah, you know, I, I think this is really good. I, I, you know, again, it, it balances out the flavors really well. Each flavor does kind of get its turn. Uh, that being said... I think it will it will get overwhelming at a certain point. You're not gonna you're, you're not gonna get a six pack of this and drink it. Um, I'm gonna give it a 3.89. I think it does have really good taste, uh, but it, it's it does not have longevity. Yeah,
1: yeah, I agree. It's like I said, one or one or two beers and then you're switching to something else.
0: Yeah. Already, Rob. Any last uh, notes on Holiday you know. White Ale? for me okay let's move on to winter lager so i think that they've come out with a lot of different variations of winter lager yeah I, like i this feel one's like a
1: little different this
0: year I know. yeah i think they're kind of ever changing it um description here on this german brewers were onto something centuries ago when they created rich Bach beers for the winter our version is spiced with cinnamon ginger and orange peel for a deep flavor and multi finish that will warm you on a cold winter night. That sounds quite delicious. That's, let me get a pour in here. Oh, that is dark,
1: very brown, very dark. Um, but at the same time, it's not like it's not cloudy. Um, you know, you can still see see your hand behind it, so it is still. You know, it might be a dark lager, but it looks like, you know, it's still pretty light.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Smell-wise, I don't, I'm not really, uh, you know, I feel like with the last one, you did get that kind of cinnamony spice smell. I don't really get a lot of the spices off of it.
1: No. Again, it's more, I guess, malty and, um... yeah, I guess malty. (laughs) I was trying to see if I picked up anything else, but...
0: but... Rob, that's why we don't go off taste on this show because there really is only one way to find out. Yep. Cheers! Cheers. Hmm. Mm.
1: I definitely pick up on the gingerbread.
0: Uh, just ginger yeah. rub. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it reminds me of gingerbread
1: because. It's a beer. It's still, you know, there's still wheat in it, so it's still kind of gonna have that bready taste to
0: it. I don't think I don't think you put wheat in gingerbread. Okay, you're not making like Rob. How do you, how do you make gingerbread?
1: I don't know. I've never
0: made you know, gingerbread. You know, that's a cookie, right? It's not a. It's not a loaf of bread. No. <laughs> We we made a gingerbread house in high school, Rob. We had to make that from scratch. Were you not listening? No. We had to make it twice because I broke it. Um <laughs> yeah. That's a different story for a different day. Um Joe,
1: pick up the gingerbread
0: house. No, no. I don't think
1: this is a good idea.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you better say yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't have we don't have time to go through that uh <laughs> that story. Um anyway. Yeah, we already, we already drank it. Uh, um, you, t- you go. No, I was, I was just going to say, I mean, I get a
1: little bit of the cinnamon. I already have my, uh, my food uh, pairing for it. Okay. I actually, um, I guess, I don't really pick up on any, um, any kind of like orange part of it, like orange peel to it.
0: I don't know about you. It's subtle. Uh, I think, you know, it's more orange peel, so I don't think it's going to be more overtly orange. I think it's more just like a slight tang maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, you know, the, the taste is very subtle. Like, I feel like when you drink it at first, you don't really get anything, and then, like, you slowly start to get that kind of cinnamon, gingery kind of taste in your mouth. Like, it's, it's a slow burn.
1: Yeah, I agree. And, uh, I mean, that's kind of why... I- why it's so warm in the, around the around the winter time? Yeah. Why it's like probably a perfect beer to to drink while you're uh, by the fireplace. Yeah. Looking I, at your Christmas tree.
0: Yeah, I think I think this is like a good like you know Christmas Eve. You're, you know you got uh, you know your favorite Christmas movie Elf, Die Hard, whatever you got on. You're you <laughs> you got a fire you got a fire going. You're you know and so uh, I think this is a perfect beer for that kind of uh, that scenario.
1: Yeah, like Christmas night, you know, when the when Christmas is starting to wind down, you know, if you're a little older and have some kids, you know, this is something that you kind of crack open and you enjoy well uh, with the wife by the Christmas tree.
0: Yeah, now it is a little, its five five point six percent ABV, but it does have a heavier feel.
1: Yeah, it does. You know, it's um, it's definitely one of those beers that you know, hopefully you're, you know, you're not going anywhere.
0: Yeah, this you know, is this is a closer enjoying beer. It.
1: Right, right.
0: Um, uh,
1: do you have a food bearing? Oh,
0: well, you got yours, so you go ahead. I gotta think of mine.
1: Okay, so this is actually not a Christmas time food, and I mean you could do a gingerbread house, but I don't want to say that because it has ginger in the word.
0: Uh, also, you don't. You, you don't eat gingerbread. I kind not like.
1: <laughs> I kinda like this with s'mores. Ooh.
0: I could see that. Well, especially like, you know, if you're if you're doing like a fire uh, you know, if you you know, you got like a you know, fireplace and you're doing that I could certainly see that.
1: Yeah, I mean growing up as a kid we we never had like a fire pit outside, you know, our backyard. Sometimes we would make s'mores in the winter time in our fireplace at home. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I definitely think this is this is a good like snack time beer. It's not you know I would I would highly recommend not eating a larger meal with this. Um, I think you know, going back to the holiday white ale, like you know, kind of salty and sweet. You do like a chocolate covered pretzel or chocolate covered peanuts or almonds. I think that would go. I, like really, I think that would really go well. Uh, you know, the chocolate would would pair well with kind of all of the flavors that are going on in this.
1: I like it. Yeah,
0: thank you. Uh we already touched on time of year. Rob, score-wise, what are you giving this? Uh
1: this is definitely one of my favorite Sam Adams beers. So this one's gonna be a 4.19 for me.
0: Yeah, uh this is certainly a very good beer. It does have a heavier taste. Uh you know, don't just go off by the ABV. I think you would you could be misconstrued by that. Um I would probably give this knowing that it's not going to be one you're going to you probably have one maybe two. I'm just going to, I'm going to go 4.01, just just barely over the fours. Very 4. good. 4.01. 4.01, so.
1: Oh, 4.01. Yeah.
0: Um yeah, I think I think it's just a very solid beer perfect uh, just perfect for Christmas Eve, Christmas night, you know, snow's falling. Just a good time. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Rob, any last notes on winter lager? Uh, that's it for me. Okie dokie. Let's get on to our last one. We have Holiday Porter. Check that open, Rob. You want to give the description?
1: Yes. I'll give the quote description deep, rich, and roasted malt balance with traditional English ale hops and German noble hops. The dark, ruby-black look of holiday porter makes it perfect for those long winter nights.
0: Okay. Mm. Actually, I, I was about to joke and say I don't really see much of the ruby, but I actually do kind of get like a slight red hint um, in the in the porter here. Here, I gotta well. get the pour it while we wait for rob to pour it
1: wow yes that is very dark um yeah you hold it up to the light i do see that like slight red hue to it Mm -hmm. um
0: kind of cola-y a little bit
1: yeah 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 that's more of it
0: smell wise you uh it's very roasty. yeah you get that roasty kind of chocolatey kind of smell a little bit
1: Okay, I'm. I'm not really picking up uh, chocolate, but like more
0: uh, of a dark chocolate, not a milk. Taste. not a milk chocolate. Yeah,
1: kind of, maybe cocoa.
0: Yeah. 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 Maybe maybe not like a hard chocolate, um. But Rob, there's only one way to find out. Cheers.
1: Hmm. Wow, that is very stouty very roasty um i don't it's not that i you know kind of pick up i don't know if i pick up on any like chocolate or like coffee type of flavors but it's very like um very very roasty i mean the i mean they definitely burnt the crap out of the malts
0: you know <laughs> i already have my food pairing for this so um <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You don't really. It's you don't get a lot of like typical kind of porter taste. Um, it is very smooth, five point eight percent ABV. So um, yeah, you know, easy drinking. It's not too thick or creamy. I think it's just kind of a perfectly balanced kind of porter. Um, not that those are traditionally that way, but just by the look of it, I think you would think maybe it's going to be a little bit more harder to go down i suppose but it's 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 smooth
1: it's very smooth um it's definitely up my alley you know i kind of like that dark roasty bitterness taste like joe said it's not creamy i don't really pick up any like creamy taste to it so it's just it's very it's very rich very roasted yes uh very smooth though
0: i think i think rich is a perfect describer i think because it is rich it's you know I think a similar theme along along a lot of these holiday winter beers, it's going to be kind of a one and done. This is right? your late night kind of beer. Um, you know, it's it's you're going to grow tired of it. Okay. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. And and okay. Yeah. 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 I, I know
1: what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> no, I was just going to say I think I know what food pairing I'm going with too.
0: All right. Well. We're at that stage of the show, Rob. What do we give them? The You're going the first. No, you go first.
1: God damn it. <laughs> um, I mean again, I, I kinda like this just I like it paired with some either like Joe was saying, a snack beer. Either I think popcorn or like pretzels. Um, I think it would actually pair well with the cheeseburger pretzels from pretzel crack, just because you kinda get that char grilled or you get the char grilled taste with the cheeseburger peppers, or I mean uh, pretzels, <laughs> and you get that roast, that like roasted malt taste from this beer that would really pair well
0: with it. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't, if you haven't noticed, we like Pretzel Crack. Go check out PretzelCrack.com. Uh, that's our that's our one ad for the show. I think a perfect pairing with this beer is a piece of tiramisu. I okay. think I think the you know coffee tiramisu taste I think I do get a slight kind of coffee taste at the end of uh the holiday porter so I think I think those would pair really well together
1: I like it I I, I
0: really like it Thank you thank you I, I, cuz I was going to say I was uh, like when I was describing the taste I was going to say and I was like no I don't want to spoil my food pairing so <laughs> uh yeah I think I think uh if you're a Terry fan, or Terry Misu, however, however you want to say it.
1: Terry Misu.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> time of year-wise, Rob, why is it summer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: actually thinking the spring, you know? <laughs> no. This is January. This isn't even, like, I'm not even going to say, like, holidays, actually. I'm going to say January, when we're not going to be doing anything around that that month, anyways, you know, this is something that's going to really keep you warm.
0: Now, Robin, in our defense, have we been doing anything for the past nine months?
1: No, but
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just—I think it's just.
0: No, not it's, about you,
1: but January is probably my least favorite month of the year. I think it's the worst month of the year.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, in 2020, it was one of my favorites because um, <laughs> I could actually do shit. Um, but no no I know, I know I know what you mean. Yeah, I think this is a That's, good uh yeah, like like post like the the harsh winter months. I think this is right. uh yeah, I think this is a really good beer. Just kind of, it's, you know, it's you're locked in the you know, seven if you live in Chicago, 7 inches of snow has just fallen, you can't go anywhere. This is a perfect beer to kind of warm yourself up. Exactly. And, uh, just it's, watch uh, some movies.
1: It's one of those beers that, you know, let's say we have another Polar Vortex. Um,
0: Don't tempt fate, Rob. This is what I want to drink. Don't tempt fate. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Score-wise, Rob, what are you going to give Holiday Porter? Uh,
1: I really like it. Um, I actually might like it more than Winter Lager.
0: Wow. I am going to go with a 4.23. 4.23. Slightly edging out Winter Lager. Yeah, uh, I think this this is a really good porter. You know, again, doesn't have as much longevity. I think it's designed to really be a one and done, or one or two and done. Uh, but, you know, compared to other porters, I think this is a very good one. Uh, I'm going to give it a 3.62. Uh, and on a on a graded curve, I think that's really good for me. Agree. Okay. And... Alrighty, uh, Rob. Any last notes on Sam Adams before we move on?
1: No. Um, you know, I mean, these were four fantastic beers. Mm-hmm. Um, Love Jim Cook as a person. I think um, you know this was definitely one of. One of the most interesting shows that we've done. One of the more interesting breweries we've profiled. So
0: it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you are in the stores looking for a good winter beer, go go find this winter uh, winter yes. pack. The other winter pack, too, if you can find it. Uh, two of my kind of personal favorite wintertime beers, uh, Old Fezziwig and Chocolate Bock. Uh I think those are two really good beers. Uh, that is a pack that I once drank an entire 12 pack of in a night, and then came up with the idea of Uber Eats. So Rob was with me for that one.
1: That was New Year's, wasn't it?
0: No, it wasn't. It was, was
1: at the Christmas party.
0: No, it was just a random Saturday in December, and I drank a lot, and I wanted McDonald's before it was before oh, yes. Uber Eats. So I decided to walk. Got about. A block said this sucks. Called an Uber, told him to drive me to McDonald's, and then drive me back home. Yes, I remember we were at our friend's pat, our friend
1: Pat's place, and yeah, we we had a little too much that night.
0: But I've come up with that and GoPuff. Where's my money? Um, <laughs> I gotta learn to patent this stuff. It no. definitely
1: was before Uber Eats wasn't. There? Oh well it,
0: it was just as Uber was taking off, so Yeah.
1: That guy in the car was probably like, Wow, it's this is a great idea. to <laughs> call Uber right now.
0: Yeah, uh I think his name was jo- Jonathan, if you're listening.
1: Jonathan, yeah. Give me
0: some royalties, Jonathan. buddy. <laughs> um <laughs> Let's uh let's get into other beer news, Rob. What have you been drinking? It's been it's been a while, so we got a lot to check up on.
1: So This past Saturday was Small Business Saturday. Uh, My wife and I have been doing uh, like 15 days, uh, instead of like uh, 25 days of Christmas, we did 15 days of small businesses. Um, And then Small Business Saturday was this past Saturday, like I said. So I wanted to do one more thing. I decided to do some noon whistle curbside. Uh, I picked up some, their wet hop pale ale which was very tasty, uh, very happy, but tastes like fresh hops. Um, I didn't want to say like juicy because it's not really juicy because it's a wet hop pale ale, but, uh, very tasty, very good. Um, I, excuse me. I also had <laughs> mosaic gummy, which I mean, if you've had any of their gummy beers, that's what they're known for. Their gummy series is fantastic. Mosaic gummy, I like Mosaic hops because they're, they tend to lean more dry. Like, they're more dry beers. This was very dry, very citrusy. I mean, it was the perfect balance for me. And my favorite of the three, because the last one I tried, was Lisa Weapon, like Lethal Weapon.
0: Oh, Get like it? the movie. Yes. Uh, Lisa Weapon, German-style Hefe which I, it's kind of your typical Hefe. I mean... So took a little I feel like Hefe Weizen's kinda it's kinda similar to like Like there are like ones that stand out amongst the pack, but like most are like eh, it's kinda similar. Right.
1: You know, it's it's weedy, you got some banana taste to it, you know, it's but still very tasty. Bought a six pack. Um, you know, my wife loves Hefeweizen, so um you know, a happy wife, happy life, happy life.
0: That's that is how the saying goes. Awesome. <laughs> uh any any others, Rob?
1: Uh that was it for me.
0: Cool. Uh so uh, I've been cleaning out the fridge. I uh I had Noon whistle Hot Prism Blue it's from my curbside pickup. It's really good. It, it you know, it's very it's pretty dry and bitter, but still pretty drinkable despite it like kind of a higher ABV. Um I crushed a four pack and i really did not feel like bloated or that drunk like it really it was a really kind of easy drinking beer which is surprising um and then i also had uh buckle down clencher five ip uh, double ipa very smooth very citrusy super delicious but it is very dangerous it's 8.7 percent, i think uh yeah,
1: it's a double IPA. Yeah, it's right? a
0: yeah, it's double IPA. Limit yourself to a few those those bad boys. Uh, after a couple, you start to feel it.
1: They have a whole series of those clincher beers, but yeah, they're definitely all very good.
0: Yeah, uh, and then uh, this starting Tuesday, I started my beer advent calendar. I had previewed one uh, on our Twitter page, uh, our Twitter Twitter page on our Twitter. One of my fucking. F- a hundred years old. Um uh so the first beer that the on the first day of beer advent uh it was <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me get through this Rob Uh first the uh, the first day of beer advent was Wernes Gruner Pills. It is a German beer. It was it was okay. Um not really anything to write home about, but day on the second day of beer advent, it was uh, O'Shea's Session IPA, and this one was very good. Uh, pretty easy drinking, very, uh, you know, the first couple sips I wasn't too big of a fan, but I uh, as I kind of drank it more and more, it it tasted really good
1: you
0: know if it's like, uh, like O'Shea is a very Irish name, obviously.
1: So you know O'Shea exactly from Ireland yeah. or is it a brewery around
0: here? No, it's, it's brewed in Ireland. So, okay. uh, and I, I think from what I'm picking up from these beers, I think they are all imports.
1: Right.
0: Uh, so pretty cool. Very nice. Uh, so I will, I will be having my third day of Advent today. So I will, I will, I'll let you guys know on the next show, uh, that's pretty much going to be my in other beer news for the for the time being. Uh, I'll just let everybody know what what beer I've had every day.
1: It's a great way to kick off uh, December.
0: Yeah, that way I don't spam our our Twitter followers and social media followers. And plus, I don't want to do a beer review every day, so <laughs> it's exhausting. Alrighty. Uh, Rob, any any last notes, man? Um, no,
1: I just, I mean, these were, like, I, I never had the Holiday Porter, so that was my pleasant surprise. Holiday White Ale was very interesting. Uh, Winter Lager was definitely a little different this year, but still extremely solid.
0: Yeah, um, for sure. And, I mean, it's a great pot. It's a great way to stay in shape. Uh, let's take a look, quick look ahead at what's coming up. So Rob and I have two more shows for you for the for the rest of the year. Uh, we are going to be doing Kristen Spears uh, for the next two shows. Rob and I have both chosen four beers that we've found from our local binnies because if it isn't at binnies it's not worth drinking, and that's our second ad of the day. Uh, we won't get any money for them, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so... Keep a lookout for those. If you're looking for holiday beers, certainly tune into those. And then after that, Rob and I will be off for Christmas and New Year's.
1: Yep. So enjoy that time, too. Um, but before then, enjoy our two podcasts.
0: Absolutely. Uh, and please make sure to follow us and all that good stuff. Yes. Rob, let's close this up. Yes.
1: As always, we invite you to try these beers along with us.
0: Please do so responsibly. Stay safe. It is is—it's uh, a scary place out in the world today.
1: Yeah. It is. Uh, take care of yourselves. And uh, as always. Cheers. Cheers.